Summer is here, and we're as busy as ever at the DSR Network. Our podcast schedule has expanded to include the DSR Daily Brief, DSR Foreign Policy, DSR Politics, the DSR Spy Show, Words Matter, Foreign Office with Michael Weiss, Next in Foreign Policy, and The Secret Life of Cookies. To celebrate our expansion, we're bringing you this special offer. Through the month of June, membership is 50% off. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, bonus content across all of our podcasts, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. To take advantage of this offer, visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code DSRexpands, all one word. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code DSRexpands. Thank you for your support. It's June 22nd, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cottonor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The AP is reporting that the search for the missing submersible on an expedition to view the wreckage of the Titanic neared the critical 96-hour mark Thursday when breathable air is expected to run out, reaching a vital moment in the intense effort to save the five people aboard. The Titan submersible was estimated to have a 96-hour supply of breathable air when it launched Sunday morning in the North Atlantic. That means the deadline to find and rescue the sub is roughly between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. Eastern Time, based on information the U.S. Coast Guard and company behind the expedition have provided. Rescuers have rushed more ships and vessels to the site of the disappearance, hoping underwater sounds they detected for a second straight day might help narrow their search in the urgent international mission. They have expanded the coverage area to thousands of miles, twice the size of Connecticut, and in waters two and a half miles deep. According to the New York Times, President Biden plans to roll out the red carpet on Thursday morning to formally welcome Prime Minister Narendra Modi of India to the White House for a pomp-filled state visit intended to woo the world's most populous nation at a time of conflict with Russia and rising tension with China. Mr. Biden will celebrate India's rise with a lavish display of friendship marked by marching bands, honor guards, and a multi-gun salute on the South Lawn, weather permitting, to be followed by an Oval Office meeting and a gala state dinner. Mr. Modi agreed to join Mr. Biden in the East Room to meet with journalists and will also address a joint session of Congress in the afternoon. The visit represents the latest move on the geopolitical chessboard as Mr. Biden seeks more allies against increasingly aggressive governments in Moscow and Beijing. India, which remained non-aligned during the Cold War, has refused to join the American-led coalition aiding Ukraine in its war against invading Russian forces. And while it shares a certain amount of caution for China, it is not fully subscribed to Washington's strategy for dealing with the Asian giant. French news outlet Le Monde is reporting that two drones were brought down outside Moscow as they approached the warehouses of a local military unit, Russian authorities said on Wednesday, in what could be the latest attempt by Ukraine to strike targets inside Russia during the early stages of Kyiv's most recent counteroffensive. 
At the same time, Russian President Vladimir Putin claimed the Ukrainian forces were regrouping after what he described as a failed counteroffensive and could be readying new attempts to attack Russian positions. The two drones came down near the village of Lukino, administratively part of the city of Moscow, Russian media reported. The wreckage of a third drone was reportedly found about 12 miles away. No damage or casualties were reported. Elsewhere, according to reporting by Reuters, Ukrainian missiles struck the Chonhar road bridge connecting Crimea with Russian-held parts of the southern Kherson region overnight, forcing traffic to be diverted to a different route, Russian-appointed officials said on Thursday. The so-called gate to Crimea, known by Russians with a different spelling as the Chongar Bridge, is one of a handful of links between Crimea, which Moscow annexed from Ukraine in 2014, and mainland Ukraine. Kyiv says it wants to retake Crimea and drive all Russian forces from its territory. Russian investigators said four missiles had been fired by Ukrainian forces at the bridge, the RIA news agency reported. It quoted a spokesman for military investigators as saying that markings found on the remains of one of the missiles suggested it had been made in France. Vladimir Saldo, the Russian-appointed governor of Kyrgyzstan, parts of which Russian forces have captured during what Moscow calls its special military operation, said the road bridge had been damaged, but that there were no casualties. Al Jazeera reports that a deadly Israeli drone attack hit a vehicle in the northern West Bank in a new escalation of attacks on the occupied Palestinian territory. The official Palestinian news agency Wafa reported three people were killed late Wednesday in the attack. The air raid occurred in the Janine refugee camp and set the car on fire, according to a video circulated on social media. In a statement, Israel's military said it identified a terrorist cell inside a suspicious vehicle after the cell carried out a shooting adjacent to the town of Jalama. Jalama, at the northern end of the occupied West Bank, is just a few kilometers from Janine, where an Israeli raid killed seven Palestinians on Monday. It claimed the targets had been responsible for a number of shooting attacks on Jewish settlements. The identities of the occupants in the car were not immediately known. According to Al Jazeera, the European Union has summoned the leaders of Serbia and Kosovo for emergency talks to try to bring an end to a series of violent clashes near their border, fearing a return to open conflict. It was unclear whether the two would meet face-to-face or hold separate talks with Burrell. We need immediate de-escalation and new elections in the north with participation of Kosovo Serbs. This is paramount for the region and the EU, Burrell said on Twitter, before the talks. The 27-nation bloc has for years been leading talks aimed at reconciling the two foes, but with little success. Serbia and its former province Kosovo have been at odds for decades. Tensions flared anew last month after Kosovo police seized local municipality buildings in northern Kosovo, where Serbs represent a majority, to install ethnic Albanian mayors following a local election that Serbs overwhelmingly boycotted. In lighter news from the UPI, 
firefighters were summoned to a Texas home where a curious canine exploring his owner's bathroom ended up wedged behind the toilet. The Woodlands Fire Department said the Engine 102 crew was dispatched to a local home where a small dog was reportedly wedged between the back of the toilet and a wall. The dog, named Tippy, was well and truly stuck, the fire department said in a Facebook post. They tried several things, but in the end, had to remove a small amount of sheetrock to free the pinned pooch, the post said. Tippy was returned to his owner and was last seen dozing comfortably in a much less precarious place. If you have a strange but true story you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout-out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip topic or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.